Daily Gazette Company presents the Parting Shots Podcast. Now, here's your host, Daily Gazette Sports Editor, Ken Schott. Thank you, Scott Geezy, and welcome to the Parting Shots Podcast, available wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe today. Thanks for joining me from Messerink in Schenectady, New York, where the Union Dutchman fell to Colgate 2-1 in ECAC hockey action on uh, Saturday, a 4 o'clock start we had here on uh, the first 4 o'clock start of the uh, ECAC season for Union here at uh, Messerink, uh, second straight Saturday that the Dutchman have had a 4 o'clock start. Uh, it was a tough, tough loss for the Dutchman. Uh, played a little better than they did against uh, Cornell on Friday when the uh, they lost 6-1. to one. And, of course, in that game, uh, goaltender Connor Murphy was pulled after giving up those six goals in two periods. And if you recall in last night's podcast and in my story uh, in Saturday's print edition and online, I did ask uh, Josh Halsey, the head coach, if uh, there was a goaltending problem with this team, and he said no. Uh, Connor Murphy is going to start. He's the guy. And he called uh, Murphy a stud. Well, what happened in the third period against Colgate here on Saturday was just it, he, Murphy lived up to the stud uh, description from uh, Josh Halge. Uh Once again, uh, cramping issues affected Murphy, and it really looked serious, and it looked like he was not going to be able to, to continue it in this game. He was down on one knee at one point, then down on both knees at another time, and about midway through the period, uh, the play was stopped uh, after Union got control of the puck, and uh, Union trainer Cheryl Rockwood came out to look at Murphy and talk to him and see how he was feeling. Uh, freshman goaltender Kyle Chauvet, the number two goaltender on this team, uh, started uh, got on the ice, started to uh, prepare himself to, as if he was going to go into the game. Uh, after about I'd say five minutes or so, uh, Cheryl Rockwood uh, walked back to uh, the Union bench, and Connor Murphy stayed in. I don't know how he did it. He made some incredible saves. He made 11 saves in in that period. I think most of them were while dealing with the cramping, including a two-on-one. So he just had an amazing game in that third period, and you feel bad for him because, uh, once again, Union's offense uh, sputtered. Uh, second straight game with just one goal. They did manage to get 26 shots on goal the first time in four games that Union got over 20 shots on goal. Uh, but at a critical time when they needed it the most, they had a five-minute major uh, penalty that for late in the second period that carried over into the third. Uh, for most of the uh, that power play, Union failed to generate any shots on goal. Uh, they did end up with five, but like I said, they came late. I say the final 90 seconds of that power play. One particular point in that power play went early in the power play and late as time was winding down in the second period. Uh, Union defense and John Prokop had a two-on-one with uh, Chaz Smedrud uh, on his right side. Prokop had a chance to put the puck in the net. He had a, you know, he had defenseman down. I think he had a chance to beat uh, goaltender Carter uh, Gillender. Uh, but instead, he passed the puck, and Smedrud was not really ready for it. Uh, especially try to come around with a wraparound, but time expired. Just, just a frustrating thing to see happen because this team is struggling I mean, offensively. I mean, they, they know they beat New Hampshire in two games last week. I don't know how they did because, I mean, especially the 10 shots on goal in last Saturday's uh, 3-2 victory, you can't win that way. And Union's finding out against better teams that that's not going to work. And that's they got they got to correct that quickly because before you know it, if they don't, they're going to find themselves uh, playing in the first round of the ECAC hockey tournament on the road. So it's just, they, they have to figure it out. 
<laughs> Excuse me. Um, it's a matter of you know, gaining some confidence. Just fire pucks. Just it's 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 you, you got to. It's the only way you're going to score. If you're not shooting shooting the puck, you're not going to score. And and uh, Josh Howell, you addressed that in his post game press cards. We'll have that in a, a couple seconds here. But uh, it's just it's a tough way to lose. I mean, Union pulled Murphy with uh, two thirty one left in the game, and generated just one shot. A really a, a soft shot by Mason Snell from the left circle with eleven point seven seconds left. So uh, Union's got to figure it out. They got to figure out. Um, what they got to do to get this offense going? I mean, uh, Josh Howsey, um you know, blew up the lines a little, a little bit today. Um, Chris Theodore, who's been skating on the um, line with um, Nate Hanley and Josh Nixon, was dropped down to extra skater. Uh, Colby MacArthur took his spot on the left side. Uh, Nathan Kelly uh, made his first appearance in a while uh, on defense, replacing um, Nick Petrullo. And Andrew Seaman made his season debut for the Dutchman. So they're trying to find those line combinations that are going to work. And right now they're not working. So, um, <coughs> again, uh, union will have to figure things out in practice this week before they get set to head on to the road for, uh, ECAC hockey games at Brown and Yale next weekend. So let's hear from, um, uh, head coach, Josh Howsey and says, and he says, uh, the first questions I had were about goaltender Connor Murphy. Josh, last night uh, when I asked you about the goaltending situation, you said Connor was going to start, and you said he's a stud. With what he did there in the third period, the way he was battling through the, the cramps, uh, how impressed with you is that stud like? Yeah, I, I think he's you know he, he's got ability to do things that you know not a lot of people can and to push through. And obviously, this is a frustrating situation with the cramps, but um, you know it says a lot about him and just his. His ability to, to be tough and, and, and find a way to finish that game for us. How did he finish it? <laughs> I don't know. He was in some spots where you could tell he was in some pain, and um, he's a competitor and wanted to keep going. So um, as long as medically he's he's able to, we'll, we we let him go. What does it say about him? I just, I mean, he, he's the leader of the group, and, you know, it's, you know, <laughs> obviously wasn't enough. We didn't rally around him to finish it, but I thought, like, the guy's got a spark just seeing him compete. Yeah. I mean, he made some saves after, man. You know, you look at, he was down on his knees, Cheryl's down there, and, I mean, when Cheryl came back and Connor wasn't with him, were you surprised? Uh, yeah, I thought for sure he was, you know, going to be out at that point, and, um, yeah, but, um, you know, obviously, trust Cheryl a lot, and she has the, uh, you know, she has the final call on that, and as long as she thinks he can compete up to the level that gives us a chance, we'll, we'll have him in the net. But how concerned are you? Because this has been a situation since the, the UConn game, and yeah. it just seems like, you know, pop up his head every so often here. Yeah, it's, it's a frustrating one for everyone because it, you know, you just want him to be healthy and, and be playing, you know, to, up, to the, up to the level he can, and he's playing great, but, like, it's just it's always in the back of his head right now it's in you know like is he drinking enough is he eating enough is he eating right is he doing the right exercises so he's you know he's spending a ton of time trying to figure it out so it would just be nice for his his well-being that it would it'd be taken care of yeah uh you shook up the lines tonight uh you put theodore as an extra skater um seaman made his uh debut this season uh nathan kelly's back in the lineup what were you looking for with all the changes? Uh, just trying to spark us a little bit, um, you know, get get some energy on the bench. And 
Um, I, I thought like matchups were a little bit different last night. It was you know obviously a bigger, heavier, hard team, and um, tonight was you know Colgate has the ability to skate and um, you know uh, just right now trying to find some different combinations to get guys going. And again, I mean, 0 for 4 in the power play. Although he did get five shots on that major yeah. uh, power play, a lot of that came late. And then and with the extra attacker, it seems like everybody's, you know, I think he only had one shot on goal, and that was the one by Snow late. It just seems like people, the guys are looking for either the perfect pass yeah. or just, I don't know, afraid to shoot the puck. Yeah, we, we mentioned that to the guys just in the locker room after the game. It's that, you know, right now, like, when you're struggling, you got to get pucks there, and you just got to get there. And uh, we're looking to try to make everything so perfect and pretty, and 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 that's not the way you're going to get out of you know a little bit of a scoring slump. So it's it's getting traffic to the net, it's getting bodies there, and getting pucks there. And right now we're we're just pr- passing around the perimeter, and um, you know we we need to get some dirty dirty goals off of shin pads. I think the one that stood out to me came at, towards the end of the second in the early portion of that major yep. where Prokop has a two-on-one. I think it's Smedrud on the right yep. side. And yeah, Prokop has, looks like he has a clear path to put a shot on that set, pass the puck up and passes the shot. And then he, at the, at the other, yeah. when the buzzer sounds, he was frustrated with himself. Yeah, I mean, there's three seconds left. You just got to get something there. And he tries to, again, like make a, a perfect play. And, um, you know, maybe at that time that, you know, the, the shot would have been the, the better play, but Prokes has been, been great for us and, um, you know, want the puck in his stick or the puck on his stick at that time. So, um, we got, we got to learn from it. Everybody else, everybody else pretty healthy at this point? Uh, well, Bram had a sickness, so he was down for, um, you know, this whole week and then came back. And yeah, I think, I mean, guys are, we got some guys beat up a little bit, but uh, should be should be healthy by Monday. Yeah, Prokop took a shot there at that McGuire. I thought maybe he was going to be out, but he came out because he came back with that. Yeah, that was yeah. <laughs> there were some some high hits on uh, you know, throughout the whole weekend. So. And the the one particular save that um, Carter Jolander made late in that uh, major was the one where uh, Theodore had the shot from the right side. He makes a save there, and the puck rebound goes over to, to Nixon on the left side. Yep. And Nixon looked like he had a one-timer chance to tie it up, and yeah, Jolander makes the save. So, I mean, how frustrating was that? Yeah, when you when you have some opportunities and you just don't finish, I mean, I think, you know, credit to him, he's a good goaltender. Um, but, yeah, <laughs> just more pucks and bodies there is, is going to be the secret for us. And, um, you know, I again, Josh Nixon's, he hit a post early in the in the game too, like so. He had some opportunities, and he's a guy when when he gets those, he's going to finish. Connor Murphy was getting treatment after the game was unavailable for the uh, post game uh, media scrum. Uh, Nate Hanley and um, who scored the Union's only goal, and Owen Ferris were there to talk about Connor Murphy and the lack of shooting. Last night, you heard what um, Josh said about. Uh, Connor being a stud coming back to start this game tonight. With what he was going through in that third period, I mean, how impressed were you guys that he stayed in the game? Uh, I mean, he's a warrior. He's going to fight every night. I mean, he put us in a position to win tonight, and he was battling through. Uh, I'm not exactly sure what uh, caused. I think he got clipped sort of something uh, on a little play. So, But for him to stay in the net, battle through, and, and give us uh, a couple of big saves down the stretch, as well as a complete 60, um, it's nothing short of... Uh, you know what what he does all the time, so we're always happy to have him in the net. Yeah, that's what a captain does. He fights for adversity. We just at the end of the day, we couldn't get it done for him. You guys, I mean, you guys get did get twenty six shots on goal, but it seems like you're not. 
especially in that major penalty, it wasn't, it wasn't until the final minute or so you guys were getting shots on goal. But it seems like you guys are not generating enough shots on these power plays. What do you have to do to, to correct that? Um, no, I think we're a team that uh, passes up opportunities too much. I think we uh, are missing that as well, so they're not registering on you know, the stat sheet when you see a shot. But uh, that we had our fair, fair share of chances. I think it took us a little bit longer than we would have liked to get into the game. Um, but I think for the last two periods, we pushed the pace. How frustrating a weekend is this, Nate? Uh, it's pretty frustrating to lose two league games, especially at home when we know they're both winnable games. Um, what do you have to do to bounce back? Um, I think it's back to uh, back to practice on Monday. Obviously, uh, so we got games coming up back into league play for this rest of the stretch here, besides the Mayor's Cup. So it's being able to shake it off and take things into each week and improve. Um, so we'll see what we got on Monday. They talk about your goal. Uh, I think it was with uh, one timer. Yeah. yeah. Um, Kelly just came across the middle. I was wide open, heavy on the tape. I just one timed it in. One of my favorite uh, people in uh, ECC hockey is head coach uh, Don Vaughn of Colgate. Known him all, all these years covering the league. He's a great man, and uh, we, I always enjoy talking with him. He's a good friend of uh, one of my heroes, the Philadelphia Flyers, Joe Watson. <laughs> so um, let's talk with uh, Don Vaughn about the game, and we started out with that uh, major power play that uh, Colgate killed. How big was that uh, five-minute major penalty kill? Yeah, it's huge. I mean, it, you know, it's actually probably the difference in the game, right? I mean, you know, I thought we competed really hard on it. I mean, as much as we didn't battle last night, I thought we did tonight, you know, especially defensively. We, we closed a lot quicker. We limited their opportunities. So, yeah, a bit of a turnaround from last night. Yeah, you got five shots on goal on that major, but a lot of that came, like, in the final minute. So for the first four minutes – you kept them away from the net. Yeah, we did. And, you know, we, we, we got to some loose pucks and got them cleared and made them go 200 feet. You know, that kills 20 seconds off. And, and you know, we had a couple of good block shots. And um, Carter made a couple of saves when he needed to, which is, you know, what, what you need your goalie to do. Yeah. Well, speaking of goaltenders, Connor Murphy was struggling in that third period there. He's had cramping issues this season. I mean, what did, what did you think of him staying? Were you surprised he stayed in the game? I mean, I was a little bit. Obviously, it looked like he was in quite a bit of pain, but he came up, he made three or four great saves after the fact. So, obviously, he knows his body, and, you know, he was willing to, to battle through it. So, What does that say about a player like him, you think? What, about him? Yeah. Uh, just tough, and he's, you know, he, he wants to win for his team. I know he didn't have a great night last night. I thought he bounced back and played really well tonight. So, you know, yeah. Yeah, uh, you guys got the first goal there late in the period, then early in the second. So, I mean, how important was it to establish a two-goal lead? Well, it, it's it's huge because it's 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 hard to win in this league to begin with. I mean, we would have really liked a third one, obviously. Would have probably saved a couple of years off my life, but um, <laughs> you know that's the game, and you know it's it was Alex' individual effort. He's got an unbelievable release, and he and he just beat him. Yeah. Uh, well, you mentioned Carter. What about his overall forwards tonight? Yeah, he was solid. I mean, he. You know, he, he makes a lot of difficult saves look easy when he's on, and I thought he did that tonight. I think if we go back and look at the video, we'll probably, you know, be wondering how we made that save here and there. But, you know, he's in, when he's on his game, he's, he's in position, he's there early, he's set. I think I thought the, he was tonight. the one that I think was late, late in that major penalty where Theodore has a shot from the right circle. It stopped. Puck goes over to the left circle with Nixon, and, and he, Drew Landers is Yeah, know, he, he got the over. pad across yeah. on it. Yeah. yeah, that was a good save from Oh, and a really good shot. Yeah. So, yeah. Awesome. Of course, with this an afternoon game for the Dutchman, really not much to report as far as final scores around ECAC hockey. 
Uh, just one other ECAC hockey afternoon game. That was Clarkson. Uh, the Knights were in Worcester, Mass. to take on Holy Cross. That game ended in a 1-1 tie. Uh, Clarkson won the shootout. But again, as I said, the Friday night, nobody cares about a non-conference shootout. That should not be in existence in college hockey. If I had to be commissioner of college hockey, that would be the first thing I abolished. Um, shootouts in non-conference games. Um, on the women's side for Union, not a good weekend for the Dutch women. Uh, after you know setting the record for most wins in uh, Division I program history on Monday with 10, uh, they went to Cornell and Colgate, and it wasn't good. Um, Union lost 7-2 to 10th-ranked Cornell on Friday night, and on Saturday they allowed 10 goals to Colgate, number six team in the country, a 10-0 loss for the Dutch women. It's the first time Union has allowed 10 or more goals in a game since September 29th, 2007, when they uh, lost to Wisconsin 11 to nothing. And I, I've, you know, that was kind of a surprise that they haven't allowed 10 or more goals with some of the teams, uh, especially uh, the, the, some of the teams were awful teams that they had and that they did not give up 10 goals. So, um, Wisconsin was pretty good back then. So, uh, tough weekend for Union. Uh, they come back home next weekend uh, to face St. Lawrence and Clarkson. The Union men are on the road next weekend with uh, games at Brown and Yale. And Dutchmen need to get back to on track. Uh, they've only won one road game all season, so that's going to be interesting to see how they uh, get ready for that, those uh, uh, road contests next week. Well, my three stars of the game, uh, my number three star is going to be Alex Young with the uh, game-winning goal. Uh, he scored two of four into the second period. Number two star, uh, Colgate goaltender Carter Jalander, uh, 16 saves in the game. Uh, I take that back. Yeah, that's a 16. Look at the second period shot, uh, 25 saves in the game for uh, Jalander. And the number one star of the game, uh, I'm going to go with Connor Murphy, uh, 31 saves. Uh, an heroic effort in that third period to you know, stay in the game with the cramping issues. So uh, he'll get that uh, number one star. Well, if you have questions or comments about the podcast, questions on college hockey, union hockey, you can email me at shot, that's S-C-H-O-T-T, at dailygazette.com. And you can follow me on Twitter with all my coverage of uh, union college hockey when I'm uh, at home. And uh, some of the road games that I'll follow from the office. Uh, my Twitter handle is Slapshots. The views expressed on the Party Shots podcast are not necessarily those of the Daily Gazette Company. The Party Shots podcast is a production of the Daily Gazette Company. I'm Daily Gazette sports editor Ken Schott. Thanks for listening, and I'll catch you next time. From Messerink in Schenectady, New York, good night, good hockey.